Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 35 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me here today. What if someone could give you a map to adulting? A map that shows you the terrain of your adult life. Not the details, but the terrain. It turns out something like this exists. And it is helpful indeed. The name of the game today is adulting. How do we adult? How do we become good adults that are helpful and useful and beneficial to society? How do we know where we are in the process? Are you a full-blown adult, a mini adult, a micro adult? Who has the map? Where is it? And where does it lead us? Up until as recently as 50 years ago, we did not have any answers to these questions. We had no idea what our brains were truly doing on the inside and why why we thought the things we thought and did the things we did. Some of us hadn't even asked ourselves that question. We simply took for granted that our brains were what they were. Since birth or shortly shortly thereafter, our fate has been sealed. But alas, flash forward to 1967-ish, and bam, we prove that we actually continue to grow and develop and learn for our entire lives. In fact, we never stop growing and developing until D-Day, until D-Day comes, until we die. Now we have the the know-how, we have technology and science working on our side. We don't have to test things at random. We have actual tangible knowledge about how to adult. So what path are we on and where does it lead? How do we know that we are even on the path? All of these questions will be answered on today's show. How to adult. So let's start the show. I am committed to learning and growing and sharing what I believe are the most important discussions we should be having right now. That's why I made this podcast, because I am committed to the cause. As I grow, I share, and I hope that as you grow, you will share too. I say this all the time. I'm not so special. I didn't write this stuff. I learned this stuff from other people, other people who shared what they learned and what they heard. And you know what they say, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. So doing this podcast is like a learning therapy for me. This podcast holds me accountable in many ways, accountable to show up and deliver. But more importantly for me, it makes me accountable to the message, to the message I'm sharing and hopefully teaching some of you. I was telling a friend the other day about how excited I was to be to be able to prescribe 
certain episodes of my show to people depending on what kind of problem they're dealing with. Like, oh, you have to listen. You have an issue dealing with with work stress. Listen to episode 26. Uh, it'll be great for you. And I love that. I love that I have a resource, uh, some, something that's actual, an actual thing, a res- real resource for people to go to when they need answers. Um, but in doing so, I've also created accountability to make sure that I'm actually practicing what I'm preaching, or in this case, practicing what I'm prescribing. All that to say, that's the number one reason for this podcast, to deliver content to you that will actually help you because it has helped me and opened my eyes and lifted my spirit. And today's spirit lifter comes in the form of the Knowledge Project, which is a great, no, a wonderful and pure and kind and smart podcast that deals in all things life and betterment and love and peace and how we can all share the best of what we know to build a better world. So it's totally my jam. Maybe you are already connecting those dots yourself. This podcast is great for deep listening. Their content is dense and their message is clear. Honestly, I paid a lot of money to go to TCU. That's Texas Christian University, y'all, in Fort Worth, Texas. And I can say with certainty that these podcasts are better than 90% of the lectures that I had in college. Not knocking TCU, or maybe I am, but it's different, right? One is an in-person lecture and one is a podcast. One costs $6,000 per semester. The other is free. I digress. The point is that this podcast called the the Knowledge Project is great, and it will teach you something for sure. The host is Canadian, and his name is Shane Parrish, Mr. Shane Parrish. And the subject matter is how to adult. We meet an expert in development, particularly adult development. Did you even know there was such a thing, adult development? Honestly, this is the first discussion I had ever heard on the subject, and I'm thrilled to hear it because it's so darn helpful. So let's get started. I'm going to deliver the meat of the episode, the four most helpful things to remember, the four stages of adult development. The idea is that there are four stages of growth, like four stages of transformation that result in giving us more wisdom. And over time, we develop an ever-increasing view of the world. And then those things earlier in our lives that we took for granted or we couldn't seem we couldn't see become objects of our reflection. But we have to start somewhere. And the place that we all find ourselves when we first start our journey is something called the self sovereign stage. Sovereign meaning meaning ruler, so the self-ruling stage, which basically means that you rule over all. It's your way or the highway, and there is not a way in hell that you will compromise. What's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, and there is nothing in the middle. It's very black and white. The self-sovereign stage is a stage that most people outgrow. Thank goodness, because it's not a good place to be. This was exactly who I was as a teenager. As soon as I 
hit puberty, really. I became very regimented. All of a sudden, I went from not categorizing categorizing anything in my life to deciding immediately if something was good or bad, right or wrong. It, it was exhausting and confusing way to live for me. Like I said, most of us grow out of this stage. And we move on to the next stage. This stage is called the self-socialized stage. Self-socialized, meaning that you are finding yourself in others. Instead of keeping out the opinions of others, you are constantly breathing them in and making them your own. You start to breathe in the perspective of those around you. You, you your sense of sense of self esteem and your your sense of right or wrong, right and wrong, come from outside of you and are imported into you without your say or your edit rights. This is where we get embedded and absorbed by the perspectives of others and we look outside of ourselves in order to figure out what to do in order to figure out what success looks like am i doing a good job is this right or wrong where should i live where should i work in this self socialized stage all of these all of these kinds of questions they live outside of us And then we breathe them in and we take them in as our own. I love that. I love that phrasing, the way they put that, that you breathe them in. Now, this was 100% me in college. I went to TCU, Texas Christian University, and it was culture shock. Real and really rich culture shock. And I desperately wanted to fit in and I was willing to do whatever it took to make my presence look believable. I came up with all kinds of ways to pretend I was like the other kids. I breathed in their energy and their lives and their privilege, and I decided that it was my own. Most of my most of college and most of my 20s were spent like this, I would say. Sure, I've always been me, but the impact that my friends and my peers, the impact that they had on me was absolutely real and absolutely motivating. It motivated me to be more like them, to fit in and to decide what kind of person that needed to look like. Spoiler alert, that person looked nothing like me. But I had to experience this stage, the self-socialized stage, just like everybody else. We all have to go through them. And we have to go through them in order, in order. We have to go through them in order. One, two, three, four. You can't start at four. You don't hop around. Everyone starts at sovereign, self-sovereign. We all start at the same place. So after this self-socialized stage, we start to move into another direction. As we grow and we develop, we see more of the world. It becomes harder to figure out which of these many things to breathe in. We realize that we have to start narrowing it down, and that's when we move to a self-authored stage. And we write our own story. And we say, yeah, all these things I used to breathe in are important and they're interesting, but I need to decide among them with some internal system of my own. I need to decide among them which ones are right for me and who I am. This is the self-authored stage. You are writing yourself. You decide who you are and what your principles are. This is the time to be really self reflective to work on 
yourself and to be clear about what your values are and your principles are and live by them. Choose them well and live by them. Polish them up and try to make them as good and as strong as possible. Full disclosure, I believe this is where I am right now. I've only just begun to enter my self-authored stage. After losing my job and reinventing myself, after losing everything, after changing my mind about most everything, I have begun to piece together all of the aspects of my life and the people and the lessons and the meaning and assign it and assign it a, a place with, within me, wherever I want to put it. That's the beautiful thing. I can take that and put it over there and take this and turn it around and put it here. I can take everything that I have seen and known and learn and put it to use for me, a unique combination, all of my own. This is stage three, my friends, the second to the last stage. So we, sh we should savor it, not try to rush to stage four. Even though I really, really want to get to stage four. Stage four, my dear listeners, is the self-transforming stage. Ooh. Now, the self-transforming stage is the final stage. And I like to think of it like you are fully formed into yourself. The self-transforming stage. I don't know if that's exactly why they call it that, but bear with me. The self-transforming is the last stage that some of us get to where you realize that the work of creating a self-authored system becomes too hard in the face of the difficulties of so many perspectives. And you realize that yours will never be big enough or whole enough or rich enough. And so you say, forget making sense of everyone's perspective. I will hold mine and I will hold yours simultaneously. And I will hold a cross perspective so that, so that I can not just work with what's inside me, but also work with what's outside of me. It's the idea that we as a collective with all different perspectives and opinions, we form a bigger whole. And that bigger whole is more important than any one perspective. That is the final stage, the self-transforming stage. So where are you? Everyone knows where they are in this because you can feel it. So don't be shy. Look inside and see where you are. Take a look at where you are so that you can see where you're going. That's the really fun part. Now, I want to say something very important here, something that they share on the show. No matter where we are in these stages of development, we get there through our process, through our journey, and through our experiences. Just like it would be wrong to scold a baby for not walking yet, you wouldn't get mad at a baby for not running like his five-year-old sister, okay? Same for adults. We, we can't scold and judge and blame others and blame our 50-year-old boss for not being in the self-authored stage because when we don't offer any support to grow into that space, people are where they are in their journey and it's not up to you and where you are in your journey. That's one of the things I've struggled with in my life is holding people accountable to where I think they should be in their journey. It's definitely cost me some relationships and it's cost me some grace points as well. So be mindful of that. And I know you will, my sweet, dear listeners.
Because it is not about the destination. It is about the journey. And I know that you are on the right journey, the right path, because you are taking this time for you to do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. It has been my pleasure to share this knowledge with you from our friends at The Knowledge Project. If you like this episode, head on over to The Knowledge Project to listen to the full episode. It's totally worth it. And you can catch all the show notes at my website, mytalkingdollars.com. I have great news. Amber on Podcast is now on Stitcher Radio. You can listen on Stitcher or on iTunes. Hooray distribution. All right, that's it. Thank you. Love you. Bye.